Hi, welcome to Justified vs. Breaking Bad podcast. Uh, we're doing episodes 10 and 11 for both shows today. We're Season 3. Uh, we're not really late. We're a couple of days off. We decided, I thought we were going to do them every other week now. We didn't decide that. Well, we might start doing that after this season, but we're not doing that this season. I mean, we basically have been doing... No, whatever. Well, we've been stretching it to like one week and a half. It's like eight days. This is not important <laughs> enough. Everything is important. Anyways, we're still here. We're still getting it done. It's always going to come within like within a week and a half time maybe you know well this season is fine we'll we'll see we'll see what time the time frame is for later seasons all right breaking bad yeah uh this one starts we have the legendary uh fly fly we have the legendary uh according to zach fly episode i thought you'd heard about this before though i had like I don't even know how. Like I don't even I don't even remember why I knew about that in, in the first place. But like, I know some people they really don't like this one, but I love the fly. Well, one thing qualifier first for before we get started because of the time frame of when we watch the episodes and everything, we're gonna review both episodes, but we're not gonna be as stick to in depth as, as usual. Yeah, and we're not gonna stick to as much as definitely separating the episodes. We'll. I mean, with <laughs> yeah. this, I mean, I don't know about you. Zach. This one's pretty easy to separate yeah, these, from the other one. Though. These two Breaking Bad ones are pretty easy to separate, so those might be okay. But just Judged in general, by not so much. Just a just a warning, you know. So, anyways, uh, this episode's good. My the first half though is a little grating because it's it doesn't really, really get real to the second half. Yeah, it's kind of almost pointless at a certain point. You're like, like 12 minutes in, I was like, okay, we get it. He's trying to get the fly. He doesn't need to go get the fly, but he won't give up. It's like, let's move on. Let's do something with this. And like, it's like, uh, if this is all it does with the episode in general, and there's like some small point at the end, then I'm going to be like, uh. Eh. But they brought in the emotional part and all that stuff. Had Jesse and Walt have actual talks and stuff. And Jesse, Jesse drugs dr- Walt. Yeah, Jesse drugs Walt. And that led to a whole thing of me like being like, oh, just like I thought he was gonna tell Jesse about Jane, and he almost did he a couple times. He was right there, a couple times, and I really like that part because that was kind of suspenseful for me because I was like, oh shit, he's about to, t- and Jesse's gonna freak out, and oh my god, because I kind of forgot for a while that 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 even happened, that yeah. he was like part of the he just was the reason that she died basically. Uh, I mean, she might have died anyways, even if he had tried to help her, but he didn't help he watched her die right so that's whole thing and that makes me wonder where that plot is gonna that line plot line is gonna go moving forward whether cause it'd be interesting and unusual for TV shows if they just move past it and just be like so well ignore that it's, it's over he didn't tell them like you know like what happens in real life when people do stupid stuff and they just don't tell the person instead of, like, instead of telling them or will they use it again later in like you know, some other manner at the season finale or something. I don't know. Uh, so I'm interested in that. But decent episode. Good good episode. It could have been better because the first half was there. But the first half, it's like the show doesn't ever get to be fun. It was just like a goofy fun half an episode. Yeah, but they could have done more fun with it. Like maybe make Jesse get more involved in it or something. I don't know. So it's more like they'll like it's more like a you know, have you seen that movie where they try to kill the rat? Like they're like two uh, chefs or something, or I can't remember. Ratatouille? No, it's like a it's real it's a live movie. Uh, real people they like. I don't think so. It's like a mouse that like gets into their house. He like eats 
the they have like they make a rope and he eats the rope and stuff like that. But he they try to they spend the whole movie trying to kill the mouse. You've seen this type of thing before. Yeah. They try to kill the mouse. They bring in like some devious cat and it's like animals the, the board and ex- game mouse trap. Yeah, it's basically and exterminators and stuff. And the mouse you know thwarts them and for some reason without the mouse even really being aware of what's going on just beats them every time. That's yeah. essentially what would have made it more fun if Jesse and Walt were actually like both doing something like that for the first 10 minutes or something, instead of just Walt being ridiculous. <laughs> and also, another thing about this episode is, for some reason, Jesse and Walt don't... Another thing about their common sense, you know this my thing, Zach, about them. They have no sense of, like, well, this is the edge of something, or this is the top of a ladder. Let me not stand off one foot while I swing at the fly from the edge of the ladder or the edge of the balcony or they something. They were basically like, fine. Yeah, Walt only fell off and like almost broke his ribs or whatever. Yeah. Almost he could have like that. He could have died from that. <laughs> like that's enough to like die from minor injury. No, that yeah, it was a minor injury. It doesn't mean it had to be. That's all that matters. And Jesse didn't fall off the ladder, which I was surprised about because they kept seemingly like teasing. Like I thought he was on the ladder. Walt kept bringing up Jane. I thought he was gonna tell him about Jane, and then he was gonna fall off the ladder. Like it was like clearly okay. like right there for it to happen, and they didn't do it. It really, it just threw me off. I liked it though because I like to be thrown off. So, anyways, moving on to ABQ. A big woo. Don't do. Don't don't suck. No, don't start. <laughs> anyways, a pretty good Jane scene, which you know was emotional and had. Good point. I actually don't really remember specifically what they were talking about. Like, talking about the painting and... She like, remembered her, like, cigarettes from the car. Yeah, true. Then that. But the the painting was... You know, like, one of the artsy things. It was, like, just a painting of a square, but it was the, supposed to be They're talking door. about the door. Yeah, it was supposed to be something, like... Well, he was talking about how... Well, Jane was saying that she painted the door, and she just liked painting doors. And, yeah. And, or things like that. And Jesse kept on trying to say, oh, well... Maybe she just painted this one, and then she didn't think she did it well enough, so she just kept on doing it and doing it. It's supposed to be kind of... I mean, I assume you could kind of obviously take that idea and put it over, like, Walt and Jesse with a method or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could, but... Regardless, I was affected by it. I don't remember how, <laughs> but I was. But... Excellent. It was weird that they only so few times actually had a scene as effective as that while she was alive. Right. But they somehow, well, now that she's dead, let's just show you this scene that we could have put in the part where she was alive, but we decided to make it after she was dead. So, again, Jane just is more useful to the show dead than alive. <laughs> Good riddance. Go do some Jessica stuff. Uh, yeah. Good reference. reference. I don't know if it's a callback. Cause we I mean, we I'm called a reference. Uh, and then Zach didn't tell me that Jir Burns is like a main character of this show now. Like I told you he was in it for when a we, bit. When he first showed up, you were like, oh yeah, he's in the show. I didn't know that he was going to be in the next like eight episodes like as a like reoccurring character. I but mean, he doesn't like do anything. True. Well, he's, he's, he was in... No, but also he was in the credits. Like It was like... In Every actor's in the credits. <laughs> Not just for appearing like once though, are they? If, like, you, if you're in the episode, you have to be in the credits. What? Unless you're like an extra. Well, I know that. I mean, like in those starring credits at the oh, beginning. Not like I don't mean like at the end or whatever. I mean like the like you know. Anyways, Jesse meets the rehab girl. Yeah. Who was a decent actor because she was in the show called The Bridge that was pretty good. 
rest in peace, it's over now. But she was pretty good in that show. I hate to bring it out. She's decent in this show too. Uh, and Jesse tries to be evil with her, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get her addicted. And just, I don't know what, I don't know why Jesse continues this like plan to like ineffectively get people hooked on on meth and stuff. He's like, this is my master plan. I'll get one person hooked on meth, and that'll that'll. That'll do it. But it's like you do one one day and one another day and you keep on doing it. Like I mean, I'm sure a meth head supplies you with like, I don't know, one meth head gives you like a lot of money. But still, he's already rich. It's not like he should be depending on getting one. Like that's not the most effective way for it's, him to increase his revenue. It's, it's, I don't think at this point, it's, a, it's not even about increasing his money. It's just a power thing. He just, he, power like, play. he likes the thrill. He just... He doesn't want to sit in an empty house and do well, nothing. Then go he shoot wants... somebody or something. Okay. I don't know. Do something that's more effective than like. <laughs> you can't all be as a. Uh... Ruthless. No. Um, efficient as you as I am. Okay. Well, I'm an efficient guy. Releasing a podcast every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to be productive. I like Jesse. I don't try to. I don't go to one guy and be like, spend two hours with him so he listen to our podcast. Like that's that's essentially what Jesse's doing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but then soon enough, it's not even about the drugs anymore. He's like, "Oh wait, I kind of like you. Kind of like you." Yeah, so, and you, you do drugs with a kid in the house, really? <laughs> she has to like, yeah. And then she's like, he because of him convincing her, she's like about to try to do the drugs. And but that's after he's met Thomas. No, not Thomas. is a different kid. After he's met her kid, and she's like, "What? You could do this with a kid? I didn't check to see if you had a kid at all." What's his and, name? Is it Bruce? I don't remember. That's right, unimportant. Well, Can't know every character's name. <laughs> we can try that. Anyways. Uh, this episode was more about the numbers, but interesting. And also, we'll just continue on the Jesse stuff. Uh, I, I did like when they found out, he found out that it was Combo. Yeah. Her brother, Tomas, was the guy who killed Combo. It's like Small Road after all. Yeah, and uh, that ending with him walking up and talking to him and seeing the same drug dealer guys who a couple of things about their system uh, I like their system has, has, Tom, has Tomas that, that's gonna throw me off because I'm gonna say <laughs> Thomas every time has Tomas just been riding in a circle for like six years or something well, however long it's been three years whatever he just sits on like, that corner like, he's just like five hours a day just rides around that's exhausting it's his day job like in the sun in the winter he just rides around his bike in a circle like forever and then uh, he's a little snowmobile for the winter <laughs> And then the other guys that are the main drug dealers that use him, they just sit around the corner in their car the whole time and then pull up. That seems like clearly obvious what you're doing if you have to drive around to give the person the drugs every single time the drug is sold. That doesn't a drug is sold. They might as well just sit their car there and do it like that instead of driving around in a circle every they time. They have to seem menacing. <laughs> Again, inefficient. It wouldn't inefficient. be. It wouldn't be stylish if they just sat there the whole day. They'd be around the corner, and he has to do circles. No wonder these guys can't sell enough drugs to get out of the business. They're over here wasting gas and <laughs> okay, <laughs> trying to get one guy to buy meth from him. It's just it's ridiculous. You're trying to oversimplify things. I can make changes to this. I can make things better. I won't bang on the table anymore because we know how that goes. Thank when you. I, when I bang on the table too much. And then uh, they get a they try to get a Danny, which is uh, Saul's expression oh, yeah, of a guy who can handle the uh, money laundering for the business that they'll do it from. Well, there's a pretty big moment in the scene where uh, Saul meets Skyler. 
and he has one of the best saw lines. He says, I have it written down here. He says, uh, talking about Walt, your taste in women is the same as your taste in lawyers, only the very best, which is the right amount of dirty. And then Skylar, she's not impressed with him. Walt's like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what like, But it's true. Guess but, it's, home, but it's true, though. <laughs> exactly. Just the right amount of dirty. Or maybe too much dirty. Yeah. Maybe too much. I don't think it's too much. But anyways. Uh, yeah, and so Skylar just decides or tries to get Walt to let her be the Danny for their car wash. Yeah, if he they buys the car wash. the car wash, no. Instead of the uh, blazer car cage. Big eyebrow guy. <laughs> which you surely can't trust. They should just, I don't know, figure out a way to sell meth through the car wash. Just people who are buying meth come through to get their car washed and they just slide some meth like up, like tape it to the bottom of the car and let them go. Okay. Like some difficult, unnecessary process. And they already do unnecessary things with <laughs> the show anyways. So why not add something else to it? Damn it, Isaiah, how did you know what the next four seasons are going to be about? <laughs> That's a pretty decent idea. I think I'm going to have to get some meth since someone started. I have to buy a car wash first, so I have to go to school for you know business and everything, and then I don't have to require enough money to get a car wash. Nah, but nah. It's, it's a whole thing. You'll you'll, you'll see. You'll see. Uh, and it'll all be just so I can get my car wash people to listen to the podcast. It's <laughs> a callback. It's a callback. I'm on fire today. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he also goes to see Gus at his house. Because it's making a nice, traditional, like, South American dish. I couldn't really fish. piece together what he was making. What did he make? It was some kind of fish thing. It was soup. Mm. Some kind of fish. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember thinking that because I was like... Just not, how his mother mm, made it. I'm not that big on soup, so I wasn't impressed. I need some kind of, like... It has to be more... Physical? Uh, physical, yeah, like a... Yeah. yeah. Like a mass, more mass. Yeah. Is that, is that, I is guess. that work? I don't want to really drink my dinner. God damn <laughs> yeah, it. That's what I was like. If you're going to give me soup, then you better put some like roast beef in that shit. Or something. <laughs> I don't want to... Oh, if I can sip it without like opening my mouth, then it's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> I have to be able to like... I have to like chew at some point. I have to feel it. Like, what am I, a sick like... We you feed it through a tube or something to me? Like, I'm a man. Calm Anyways. down. Anyways... <laughs> Yeah, and he's he's evident of how rich he is is that he basically had three countertops in his yeah, kitchen. He had like the he had the island that was like ten feet long. Yeah, but he had three of them. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I've never even seen something like that before. And it, it, I've seen some things. It seems like, okay. Yeah, it's almost bordering on unnecessary, but it's, a, nice. it's almost as nice as your kitchen that we're oh, sitting in. <laughs> true. Uh, that's nice. That, that's what I want. That's my goal. That's my one goal in life is to have three, no, four. I'm going to outdo Gus. I'm going to have four. I'm just going to cover the kitchen and table. I hate to burst your bubble, but I don't see it ever. Okay. Ever. That's out of your reach. That's out of your reach. Even if you just dedicate all your money to just doing that. Stop dreaming that. Uh, but, yep, we already talked about the Thomas part, Jesse meeting him. I don't know exactly what Jesse's going to do. Uh, Jesse's on his evil phase now, so I'm assuming he's going to, in some manner, kill Tomos. But he's like, he likes her brother, so... I mean, her sister. That'd be, his sister. That'd probably be kind of a deal-breaker for the sister. Yeah, so... I mean, he doesn't. she doesn't have to know that he did it, but... Oh, another thing is, it was so weird that she... When Jesse was asking about... He was trying to figure out if, the, if her brother was the guy who killed Combo. He, she just kept telling him, like specific information of when he did it and how he did it and like 
You don't tell your... So your little brother killed someone, like, what, a year or two ago? And you're just telling a random guy that you just started sleeping with. And from your rehab thing, like, what, uh, two weeks ago? You just tell him everything about how your brother murdered someone? That's dumb. Jesse's like, a trustworthy guy. I don't know. Okay. That's, like, completely... Re- it's, like, it's not even information that he needed to know. Like, she was like, well, on August the 1st at 6 p.m., okay. he walked up and shot a guy right in the cardiovascular... Like, no. That's too much. It makes no sense. Anyways, that's all. That's my rant for today. So. Thank you. Your turn, Zach. All right, now we're on a Justified, episode 10, Guy Walks Into a Bar. One of my favorite episodes of the season. Interesting. Because of the moments, not really because of the episode. Yeah, the episode itself, I didn't like that much, but there were a few moments I liked. Like, in the episode, it gets its title from two things, I realized. Uh, Quarrels, Mm -hmm. he walks in the bar in the beginning. Yeah. But then, like, the whole stuff with the election, that kind of happens, I guess, in a bar later in the episode. Because mm-hmm. Shelby's always hanging out with Boyd in the bar. Yeah. He's like, at this point, like, he's clearly, clearly crooked. Yeah. But yeah, so Raylan lives in the bar and Quarles comes in. So the bar scene, which is great scene. Quarles, well, first, because Boyd made Quarles piss, piss Quarles off because he, um, I think this is the order of succession, right? Because, uh, or was that later? When. <laughs> Now you're doing it. <laughs> we we just, I'll just ask you. Well, don't worry about this part. Does boy? Cause you know the part where boy tricks the um, changes the tricks the the system so that Nap there has to be a recount and Napier didn't win. Is yes. that before? Isn't that before Quarles goes to the bar? Cause that's the reason he gets pissed off and then like goes to the bar, isn't it? I'm pretty sure Quarles goes to the bar in episode eleven. It was the thing I'm talking about is what later ten. Oh. Okay, so so it is before. Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure. Alright, now now we reset. Okay. So because of Boyd pissing off Quarles because he tricked the system and like threw off Quarles' whole like happiness after he comes into Napier's office and like, get your shit out of here. This is my office now. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's like all happy and he's just like setting up his map, which I don't know why Quarles just gets... Constantly gets like he already sets plans for something before he even gets it done or anything like that. He's just like overconfident. Yeah, and then they uh, because he got his uh, Napier's sister, Boyd hired her. Then there's some rule where they can't, you know, snap it to them. They have to do a recount and uh, just I don't want to do this too often, but I I watched the behind the scenes for this episode and they said that that's an actual thing that happens like in smaller places like that all the time they do something like it that just a, to get a recount well um, it wasn't that they had to get a recount it was just he couldn't have the job outright I thought it was they had to have a recount no at first he wanted a recount yeah. but then um, Boyd did that just so he couldn't have the job because oh. it would have been like a conflict of interest if he okay. had his sister on the payroll okay okay well same thing either you know what I mean um, and then so Quarles strangely after Boyd has this great like speech about him being a conquistador and like needing to get out of town and everything. Crows just like walks away and leaves and then he takes his anger out on Raylan, I guess, attempted attempts to take his anger out on Raylan for some reason. And goes to Raylan in the bar with Win Duffy who was not happy to be there. Yeah, Duffy was not into that whole thing. He just kinda of backed <laughs> off the whole time. And he like they you know, he's like tells him like he tells him He's going to kill Raylan at some point, 
maybe not today, a week later, a month, six years, whatever. And Raylan just does his, shoots it in the wall, like, he's like, how about now? Why not? Okay. Does his little thing, and then that was, <laughs> they showed that part, like, in a trailer for the episode, and that was like, oh shit. It's like, it's about to go down this episode? Okay. Uh, for, it doesn't, because um, his bar lady, I don't remember her name, points her gun at uh, Coral's. Yeah. And gets him out of there. Yeah, but... That, I mean, I just like that scene because of it. It is intense, even though, even though you know, like that, Crows isn't gonna die because it's the eleventh, ten, eleventh episode, and you still got two more to go. But it's still like, you know, they just they do it well, and um, yeah, right. All right, so that was like easily the biggest part of the two episodes, mm-hmm. among other things. Napier tries to fraud Shelby he like plants drugs in his car and all the stuff to win the election and then Shelby comes back at him by off like his him and Boyd like have these girls in the bar and they just offer hand and blow jobs for votes for Shelby for Shelby yeah that whole thing especially the part where uh well Ava's lying about the, well yeah what you said but she's like they're handing out blow jobs to every dick in time who will vote for Napier I mean Shelby or whatever and then when uh Ellen May comes in and, with, and sits on Shelby's lap and she's like, I've been giving them the most blowjobs ever. And she's like, and then she kisses him on the mouth. Yeah, I was like, come like, on. And she does the little motion of their hair. That's <laughs> hilarious. Like, it's like the most crooked election I've ever even heard of. I would, if somebody, if somebody said that to me and then tried to kiss me, I would, just, just, no. Please no. No. Yeah, so in the end, uh, Napier actually wins the vote, mm-hmm. but Boyd has the whole plot where he gets, he hires on Napier's sister, Yeah. so he's like, as a nepotism thing, can't have the job, so Shelby wins. So, like, even when you think things are going one way, they just, like, in the last second, change it, yeah. like, when all of a sudden. Quirrell has that monologue where he essentially, you know, when he's talking to himself and he's, like, doing the drugs oh, yeah, in the yeah. bathroom, he essentially says, like, all that. It's like he does his like little like half preach to himself. Like he, just when they thought, just when they thought they could count you out, you say no. So you rise up again out of the ashes. And he snorts <laughs> the coke or whatever. <laughs> and then we, wait, did, was that was that this past episode? Because I feel like we just talked about that. Because you said Quirrell, because it showed Quirrell's ass or whatever. And he, I feel like that it was in this episode. He goes. I texted you about that. Oh, okay. I wasn't. Just, things are just blending together. Yeah. But he like goes in and we see that he's still. Well, we haven't talked about it. We will. But he has. He still has the. Uh, His boy locked up. Yeah, the boy that came to shoot him. Do you want? Do you want to just talk about? You can. Yeah, give we'll us a second that. on that. On that. That the trailer part where we first meet the uh, kid. Yeah. Um, so that kid comes in, and he has a gun pointed at Coral's, and he gives this whole speech about how like. His friend got kidnapped or something, and then yeah. Quarles has his whole like rebuttal speech about how he like was raised and where yeah. he, his backstory basically. He gives his backstory, and then the kid he's like, you know what, give me a point. Well, I he, like he gets him emotional, and he like hugs him. He's like, I set him free. Yeah. But so, what do you? Is that did you expect Quarles? I mean, because they made it kind of obvious with that was that backstory, basically what you kind of expected basically, at that yeah. point. Yeah, it's about what I figured. Cause uh, it's a it's a decent backstory. It's a little like 
uh, exaggerated, like almost like a supervillain type of thing. Yeah, it's like, like kind they, of cartoony. They used me, and I mean, it's a real thing that happens, but it's not like but it just the way he what what came of him af, after it is what makes it more like just like supervillain story or something like that. Yeah, instead of him just being like an awkward pervert or something like that, he's like a complicated pervert who like you know, which yeah. if we want to get real here. Is also like real life because no one is just simple one note per people. Exactly. So that's a credit that should be given to the show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just like that those two scenes are really good for me uh, because I did the crows one in the trailer was like weirdly like even though it wasn't like emotional for the viewer, but it's like you get it like you know what I'm saying. It's yeah, you're message. like oh, I kind of get this guy now. Yeah, I mean sh- I don't really empathize with him but I understand what he gets yeah and it shot well and everything and they were talking about on the scenes how when Duffy just has like great reaction like faces like if you look at him during that scene he's just like what the I feel like what is going on anytime Quarles talks to someone and Duffy's behind him he generally has like they just framed a Duffy and he's just yeah, just, you can't see my face, but I'm, I'm making a reaction face. That is one thing I like about the season. It's like you know that uh, Quarles isn't going to be around probably much longer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can you do get the feeling that Duffy's like kind of starting to get the idea of separation mm-hmm. between him and Quarles, so that kind of leaves a opportunity for him to be continuing on for further seasons. Yeah, which I, mean, I already know he did. And then finally, someone asked a question I've been wondering for this whole season. Someone was like, so what exactly is a holler? Yeah. But it never gets answered. <laughs> but yeah, this whole... Raylan has this whole thing where he wants to get Dickie back in jail. Mm-hmm. So he tries to write this like testimony speech. And then when he goes to give it, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Dickie can be free. He's, I mean, he's obviously going to mess something up and I'll catch him then. Lead us to the money and... Uh, we'll save the taxpayer some money from him suing and everything anyway, so... Yeah, you know, maybe I get to kill him next time I find him. Oh, and another part from this whole thing, um, like, a thing that Justified likes to do in the... <laughs> some of the writers in the behind-the-scenes said they like to do is everything, when something happens, it, it, it's a part of the story. Like, it doesn't... Nothing happens, and we just throw it away. Like, I don't know if you noticed when they... After he shot a hole in the roof, when they went to have sex, they, there was a hole in yeah. the ground from him shooting. Just... Just those type of things. I just wanted to point it out. Thanks. Um, it's very pivotal. You'll see it later. It's, it's important. Something will come of that. Swirling's <laughs> gonna shoot down that hole <laughs> and shoot corals in the head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, anything else? Uh, well, I mean, and then, like one of the last things that happens is Dicky kind of he someone tells him that the money, his money, is mm-hmm. under the church. Yeah. Even though everyone is like, dude, that's an old rumor and it's not true at all. Including him. Including him. But then he decides to team up with them. He says his name is Earl. Mm-hmm. It's one of Limehouse's guys. Yeah. And they're going to go in there and dig the money up and take it for himself. Yeah. And I think he just goes around offering his money to like literally anybody <laughs> who will... Well, he is weak and he needs help. Yeah. But... Also, his hair, it's, it's out of control these past few episodes. <laughs> and also, in these episodes... Um, I mean, they do reveal that Boyd is on to them, and he basically, yeah. you know, is aware of that they were that Earl was about to set them up because he actually Limehouse knew what they were doing and everything. And Limehouse tells Raylan that he could pick all all of them up when they go to rob Limehouse, and it's a whole thing. We 
we have limited time, so we can't go over every specific. But right. what did you think of episodes and episodes of general? I mean, I liked them. They didn't. They're a pickup from where the show was a couple episodes the, the yeah. past this past couple episodes. Like in general, I wouldn't say they stood out to me like a ton, but they're definitely been better than because the show the the season had kind of a drop off down period for yeah. a few. And I can feel it starting to pick up. And obviously, with everyone... I mean, uh, there's obviously, like, a clear... Everyone's going to be together mm-hmm. in some fashion in the next one or two Yeah, like, all the characters and stuff being pulled together. Basically. Everything's going to come together and have some kind of re- resolution, I hope. Yeah. It seems that way. Well, we'll be picking which episodes are better this week. I guess we could do it real quick if you want, Zach. Just... Uh, don't have to explain it, just... But then if we get different ones, we're just going to argue. <laughs> uh, I think Guy Walks Into a Bar is better. I don't even need to know which one it corresponds to, because I think it's better than either of the two Justified... I mean, Breaking Bad episodes. As a... As a... What I get from it as a whole. Not even like, oh, which story was better, who wrote... Blah, blah, blah. I just liked what I got out of the episode more than the other two. But the other episode of Justified, I think, is worse than either of the Breaking Bad episodes. I think I can maybe live with that. I'd say maybe the first Justified being one of being so far above both the Breaking Bad. I'd say mm. it's... I don't think it's so far. I just think it's better to me without really having to, you know... Well... Hmm. <laughs> it's been so long. The fact that you have to think about it basically means you mostly agree. What? Sure. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. All right. Isaiah wins. That's all. (laughs) See you next week.